1: Welcome into and the Muscle. I'm the Muscle, joined by my candlelit co-host, Mozzie.
0: You know, my apartment, they're just, it, it's one of those central heating things. Once the heat goes on, it goes on for everyone. It hasn't come on yet for us, so my apartment's very cold. I got a little brambleberry I think is what it's called, candle. <laughs> I don't know. It looked big and was not as expensive as a Yankee candle. So nice. that's the one that I'm using to uh, warm my hands by the fire the good
1: fire when you said uh central heating i thought you said sensual heating like talking about your candle
0: (laughs) well also yes (laughs) because we're having a nice
1: romantic candlelit recording
0: (laughs) (laughs) we go all in on the football baby
1: mozzie and the muscle at night Uh, at night (laughs) um so we are recording uh as usual uh Thursday night so we won't be able to break down the Thursday night game but right now we both have Baltimore winning and uh covering since Tampa Bay is for some reason favored I know they're at home but kind of weird after the last two weeks
0: yeah I mean Baltimore hasn't been the powerhouse I expected um but Tampa Bay has now lost to Mitchell Trubisky and P.J. Walker in subsequent
1: Hmm, that makes me happy. That makes me so happy. Last last week was great. They expected to beat up on the Panthers. Oh, man. They that... got
0: absolutely ramrodded <laughs> by, like, the backup quarterback, the backup coach, the backup running back. I don't know. No edge pressure.
1: I Pro- don't probably know. a backup water boy in there somewhere. <laughs>
0: Could the Bucks have beaten any team last week?
1: They were garbage. They were just garbage last season. Nothing was working yeah, for anybody.
0: That makes me so happy to mm-hmm. see them fail.
1: Um <laughs> we hate the Bucks here.
0: Yeah. They didn't used to. I don't know, something about the last few years. I don't know, <laughs> can't put my finger on it has made
1: Yeah. Me, I've um, uh like I've been, I've always been very anti-saints. I've been kind of anti-bucks. I've never had an issue with the Panthers. I don't know. The Falcons and the Panthers are-, are cool. Yeah, the Falcons and Panthers are never ever good together. Like they've had like one good year together in the last decade, I think. So, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's not really like a rivalry there. Especially just say it's the sort of Bucks, but especially now Bucks. But anyway, we uh go across the pond where we have Denver. Um, it's listed as at Jacksonville, but I think that actually applies here because Jacksonville is kind of the the London team. The oh, so London. I'm sorry, they're the they're the premier club. You know, as they say, they'll be right. out on the pitch. Uh, on the pitch this and we're shows. wearing some nice kits um, <laughs> <laughs> that's about all I got so go. yeah we both have Jacksonville here and right now the spread is two and a half Jacksonville's favorite and a total of 39 and a half. Um, that all sounds about right.
0: Uh, this is a ugh. this is God I, I feel awful. we keep doing this to London though just these games Denver or Jacksonville in London. Denver makes every team suck that they play against. I'm hoping maybe some of that home field AOE
1: is mm-hmm. nerfed
0: that they've got going on when they're uh, over in England because, like, I, I don't want to see them do this to another team where they just they go in and then they make them play terribly and then they lose a bunch of starters. They're kind of like the, the weed-out course for, you know, unmotivated teams. I feel so, so bad for that
1: defense, dude.
0: I really do, too. Their defense is phenomenal. <laughs> it it's is so good. one of the good. best in the league. It really is. It might be the best in the league. It's really hard to, We're like...
1: Just, yeah, they're just putting terrible spots all the time.
0: Right. They have to go on the field constantly because Denver is, like, the three and out king.
1: <laughs> they're in great shape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're in phenomenal shape. They've started to lose people, and they've still, like, held together. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think this is super high scoring. I'm not taking the over. The only situation I see happening where there's a lot of points is if Jacksonville puts up a lot of points.
1: Yeah, the, the thing with Jacksonville is, like, their offense has looked good at times, but the problem is that they're just, they just don't have, like, quite enough talent. Like, it... Yeah. I mean, because they've got, you know, Lawrence, ETN, and then it's like, okay, Christian Kirk's your number one. Like, you've got... Uh aging Marvin Jones, you've got like Evan Ingram trying to revive his career. Like there's there's just a lot of um there's not like the only other alpha besides Trevor Lawrence is probably Etienne. Like
0: Yeah, there's no star power yeah.
1: other than him.
0: Their line has been okay, but not amazing. Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson's done well. Uh I hope they win.
1: Yeah, the I mean the determining factor here, whenever we're torn, it's, you know, head coach and or quarterback and I mean, Denver has right been swing. terrible yeah. in both those categories so far <laughs> this year.
0: Well, didn't you hear? Russ was doing his uh, high knees on the fucking plane. What a goddamn <laughs> weirdo.
1: That's so dumb. Apparently it was for a really long time, too.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that... God,
1: I'm like, Bro, I'm trying to fucking sleep. Let me get some shut-eye, mate. Like,
0: showing his team that he's putting the work in.
1: I uh, I didn't get to listen to it, um, but there was a thing with Marshawn and Patrick Sherman talking about Russ, and apparently, like, teammates would have to, like, get in contact with this manager to get in contact with him, like, his teammates. Yeah. He's so fucking weird and corny. But, um, yeah, as far as fantasy-wise in this game, it's... No, remember, set your lines beforehand, get up a little beforehand to make sure there's no surprise inactives, a la Camara, but... In this game, it's literally it's really only ETN and Greg Dolchich that I want at all.
0: Is there anyone on the Denver side of the ball? Like it's just Dolchich, I guess.
1: Um, I mean so okay, so Mike Boone is on IR. So I guess it's worth taking a shot on Melvo or Latavius. Right. Let me see how the snaps broke down because I know like after whatever happened with fucking Melvin in the one game. Um, so Melvin got fifty one percent and Latavius got thirty nine percent. Obviously, Boone got the remainder. But so, I mean, I guess Melvin. I don't know. I don't know what what he thinks about London. Wasn't Latavius Latavius's already in London? Yeah, wasn't he, he just had a in game.
0: London scoring touchdowns?
1: L- London Tavius Murray, we got here. He could
0: be the first player to score four touchdowns in London.
1: <laughs> so that's what we're going with, right? Is it's Latavius Murray is London running go. back RB one in London?
0: It's basically its own like Twilight Zone that, that <laughs> place. So like, <laughs> I don't hate it. I kind of like the uniqueness. Of if you were doing a showdown of like, captaining Latavius to get two touchdowns, ooh,
1: yeah. I if you're desperate in fantasy like in season long too, like they'll probably, cl- no near split the work. I think Melvin will get a little more, but
0: yeah, he no he'll get more work but I could easily see Latavius being the goal line back.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's He's got pretty a little more though. push. Yeah. Yeah. Greg Dolchitz is a fine stream for bye weeks. If you get, if you're doing Kelsey and then ETN is going to be that guy now. I'm so sad. I had a league where I kept thinking about like setting offers, but I'm like, I never actually got anything out. And then all of a sudden the trade, I'm like, fuck, I should have just overpaid for him earlier. Mm. We've got uh, Pittsburgh at Philly next. Speaking of trades, Philly just acquired, um, who was it? What's his name? Big guy, um, lineman oh, from the Bears, defensive uh, lineman.
0: Fuck! What's his uh, Robert Quinn. Robert there we go. Quinn. Yes,
1: Thank you T- took us a moment to remember our big big guys. I was like, it's not Roquan
0: Smith, but it starts with an R. It <laughs> sounds pretty similar.
1: Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, yeah. Philly just loaded up even more. That line is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Can Pitt. he play this week? Uh, I, I mean. I Probably think it's just a matter right. of like if he's, you know, gets there at time acclimated enough, yeah. He he is allowed to play, yes. That right. <laughs> but yeah, that's the main thing. He's allowed to play. Yeah, he's allowed. I assume he'll rotate in some. I mean yeah. the good thing about D line is like you just have to know your gap assignment on a given play. Right. So And if you're in like a runner pass that usually like for the most part, like you just this is my gap, I'm going to this gap. <laughs> so little surprised like that. You know,
0: they got rid of him, the Bears, but at the same time, you know, unload the hefty contracts. Philly's going all in. So I think it works out for both teams.
1: Yeah, the, the Bears need to make room for signings next year.
0: Yeah, like maybe, um oh, what are they called? Wide receivers?
1: Or uh, <laughs> offensive linemen.
0: Ah, are we sure? Are we saying that right? <laughs> Never used those words
1: before. We're still <laughs> we can't we just you. talked about the London game. Are we? Are we still using accents? Maybe I don't know. God. So, anyway, Pittsburgh anyway. has been dealing with a lot of secondary injuries. That's gonna be that's kind of the big status thing here. Um, so the, I do think
0: they have most of them back now.
1: Gotcha. Is um, what's his name? Wait. Safety Mika. Was he on IR or was he just out?
0: Uh, he was just out. He's okay. back. Cameron Sutton's back. Witherspoon is back. They're missing Levi. Okay. He might come back, though. He had a shoulder injury during the Dolphins game.
1: Gotcha. Okay, I was trying to remember who was out for which games, like this week, <laughs> last week, the week before. Because I know they were decimated against the Box and then still won, which was hilarious.
0: Right. <laughs> still won. They still yeah. beat them. They, I didn't have three of their corners or secondary. It's great.
1: Yeah. So um, I think Wallace is the main one in the secondary, then Ogun, Joby and Hayward. So Hayward just got rest. So I think Ogan is the main one up front. So, mm-hmm. um, with that, that helps their defense a lot. But I still think Philly. The fact that neither of us have put anything on the spread of ten and a half is kind of like, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think this is a pretty like close and gross game that philly never really seems to be in danger of losing um but i don't like the total i i'm not gonna go over it that kind of seems about right to me at 43
1: yeah i think i'm I'm going over because of either like there's gonna be enough scoring at some point either via like philly crushing or like i think we'll just see like it stay close enough or philly crushes them to get garbage time for pittsburgh i i ex- like I, I need to look at philly's totals each week because i feel like they've put up a lot or the game's gotten out of hand
0: yeah the second quarter they've scored like <laughs> a billion points points in yeah uh pittsburgh's defense is good enough to me where i don't think philly like is able to get a whole lot done like super efficiently like I think Hurts is going to be scrambling for first downs and I think it's going to be a slower paced game um Devontae is probably going to be completely like Fitzpatrick targeted so I don't really like Devonte Smith as much but I still trust AJ Brown to be able to come down with the ball so I think Brown does get a lot of targets and I do think that Mooth is probably open as well. I
1: Yeah, he was kind of my go-to just because I'm expecting, you know, pressure slash like needing that short target at yeah, times. Yeah,
0: exactly. And they're not a huge like edge rush team. Like they're not speedy off the edge for a, for a tight end to kind of just chip. They're a little bit different. They're kind of big beefy boys. Mm-hmm. So your tight end has to like, it's like a legitimate O line blocking assignment.
1: Yeah, he's either got a full block or just route, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I'm looking through the pressure matchups, I, <laughs> Chicago's always the worst. Like it's kind of funny, <laughs> just because. Yeah. Um, let's see. So Philly's gonna have plenty of time because they've got to get a line. Pittsburgh is actually not bad um they're okay the Pittsburgh line I was actually talking to someone about this the other day um was like a lot better than I expected them to be now that they're great but they're not trash
0: yeah they're they're definitely not they're well coached mm-hmm. they almost always are even if I don't know the names of to- the people on the line the Steelers have that tendency to make their players you know known mm-hmm. through their coaching as opposed to acquiring stars that people already know it's yeah, has... frustrating because I wish other teams like mine could do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> having, having like a well-run organization and a well-coached team just does a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes, makes me jealous at times. But um... I
0: have seen a lot of uh, shade thrown at Matt Canada, though, in the past week or so.
1: That's <laughs> <Yeah>, reasonable.
0: <laughs> like from his own team. They're like, I'm not trying to say Canada sucks, but and then they say something that directly implies that the play calling and or Matt Canada
1: sucks. Was because he was originally just there to like kind of like work with Ben and like be like okay Ben, here's what we're gonna do, and Ben's gonna like mostly kind of tell him what what they're doing in a way. I thought that was the scenario, but yeah. they need like an actual like good real OC for Kenny. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know who like I don't have the answer to that, but. They need like an actual one, cause like how many? I Minis thrown mean, a lot of picks already. I I didn't get to watch much of their last game to see, um, how this shook got Like how many were actual picks? How many were like tips and shit? But it's there. are they've been more productive like yardage wise at least with him than with Mitch.
0: Maybe uh Frank Reich gets fired. He'll go to uh the Steelers and be their OC. I could see that.
1: That'd be a good fit. I think. Yeah, I do too.
0: Kind of reminds me of uh Cower. <laughs> A
1: little yeah, the bit. The same
0: same kind of demeanor.
1: So I'm looking through. I mean, obviously they had to do it, but I haven't actually done that much. Yeah, I mean, they still passed 44 times against the Dolphins. They've just not been able to get any, like, run lanes yeah. at all for Najee.
0: Which is probably fine because you don't really try to run on Philly anyway.
1: No. That's what I'm thinking, like, like, Muth has been a big target for him anyway. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. There were, I mean, there's been plenty of targets to go around when they're throwing 44 times is the thing. So, I'm very
0: interested, because if you have Deontay and Pickens on the outside, and then you have Claypool and Muth kind of coming off the line, C.J. Gardner-Johnson can only defend one of them. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do think it's possible Claypool has a good game, too. Him and Muth might just kind of alternate that inside coverage.
1: Yeah. I, 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 we've talked about this a little bit. I still hate that they had Claypool in the slot. I don't think that's the right fit. I think they should switch him and Deontay. But oh, I do, too. It makes no sense to put Claypool in the slot at all to me. But
0: I think it's because he can block better than Deontay. So if yeah. they want to use him as essentially a tight end then they can do that. Yeah. But he just
1: doesn't have the releases and shit for the slot. It's weird. Yep. Or not of the releases, just like the route running. Yeah. He's too big of a slot. (laughs) There's a big slot, 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 then there's tight end. Yeah. Right. Because
0: he is essentially a tight end playing wide receiver.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Like size wise yeah. (laughs) Yeah, size wise (laughs) But anyway, I think we spent a lot of time on that game. Um, It's an interesting game. I think, though, like... Philly needs to kind of ramrock Pittsburgh to show they're a top team.
0: Um, I would agree with that.
1: Yeah. but
0: And I think it probably happens.
1: Yeah, because to me, they're they're like a clear top three team. Like for me, the clear top three is Philly, Kansas City, Buffalo.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and after that, it's a bit muddier. But I do think, in my opinion, I think Dallas is, is in that next tier. There's like three more teams in that next tier. And Dallas is one of them to be in. They, uh, they host Chicago this week. We both have Dallas winning. We have, um, I'm a little torn on the spread. I think I'll be with you on Chicago covering the nine and a half. That's kind of a lot. But the 42 and a half total is pretty, I think, about right. I don't know. It's tough. Because Chicago, like, what we saw from Chicago last week, and some of the leagues before leading up, but it finally got put together this past week, was, like, how they actually ran fields more and well and designed runs, like, Yep. This, like I don't know why it took so long to get him on more design runs. I get, like, he's your franchise quarterback. You want to be careful. But with the lack of talent you have everywhere in this offense, aside from him, you got, it, you got to do it. Yeah. And it was good. I mean,
0: I'll say better late than never, at least. They finally yeah. did do it.
1: They're figuring it out. Like, they have a offense that's pretty bereft of talent. Did I say that Fair. word right? right? Yeah. There's not much yep. talent there.
0: So, yeah, use the one... Like, offensive weapon you really do have, which is Fields' insane rushing ability. Use it. I am um, not actually super confident in Dallas. I'm taking them because their defense is that good. But, like, the Bears did just play really well. Mm-hmm. And I personally don't think New England is a bad team. So, like, I thought that win was pretty impressive. I do think Bill might have big-brained himself last week. Like, completely
1: uh, <laughs> but
0: i also think that winning in new england is really really difficult and they kind of beat the shit out of them
1: yeah they did and it was that also made me happy that also made we got happy. to see the bucks and the patriots get their shit kicked in by
0: Inferi-
1: you know by generally quote, like not unquote, great teams
0: yeah quote-unquote inferior quote, unquote, <laughs>
1: teams, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that made me happy but you know i'm kind of with you the dallas defense is a lot better than the Patriots defense. Like, the Patriots defense isn't terrible, but Dallas's is, is. As we've I mean, seen Matthew so far the season, Judon like, honestly. is know, the look.
0: leading sack uh, rusher, I think.
1: Is he? Leading, nice. Yeah.
0: NFL the, sack leader.
1: The master sacker. Master sack. Sack master. There we go. Right now, he's the sack master of the league. Because, <laughs> like, leading sacker just sounds weird to me. So, I got to, like, make it sound cooler. <laughs> yeah, he's, leading he's, sacker. Yeah, I don't like that. He's he's the current sack master, so, yeah, I, I, this game's a little tough to like think about. Fancy wise The big thing though is apparently uh, Pollard is got to be the guy. It sounds like Zeke might be out. So yeah, I think he has a knee problem, right? Yeah, it got like hit really hard the other week, and he came back in, and we were all kind of surprised. And then they're like, oh, oh, by the way. I think
0: someone put their helmet directly into his knee.
1: Yeah, it just, it just got, like, fucking hit really hard. And he,
0: you know, props to him. He bulldozed through that somehow. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he, he might be out this week. In which case, I don't know, maybe we'll see Pollard and Herbert, which I kind of like. I would like to see both of them have a good game.
1: Herbert's just... been really good. Yeah. <laughs> He's, like, so They're kind good. of
0: similar. They've both been serving as the backup. They're a little bit more sprightly than the the starting guy. Mm-hmm. They got good speed and explosiveness though.
1: Yeah, the uh, the run matchup for Dallas was really good too. Um it is, let's see, sixth best this week. Although, of course, you know, how much of that is due to each team? Let's see. Dallas's run blocking has been um pretty solid. They're seventh in the league. Chicago's run defense is uh kind of near the bottom, their bottom ten, so right.
0: Hey, you know, the one good thing about the Cowboys O-Line is that they still have Zach Martin at guard, mm-hmm. and you can run right behind him.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of exemplified in their, like, power success rate and their and how little they get stuffed. Like, this week, the, the power success rate and the stuffed totals are, like, both second best. So Oof. There you go. Yeah. Which, that that would lend to Zeke if he were in, I would say, but, like, if it's not to him, like, they're going to give it all to Pollard, I presume, so... Yeah,
0: Dak think, might have some scurries too.
1: Yeah, I need to see how much Pollard is this week on DK because I haven't looked yet at the pricing, and that could be a real juicy one. But aside from Pollard in this game, who who else are you interested in? Um, well, the
0: Bears is at least that's pretty easy. <laughs> you either like Fields, or that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, that's uh, right, Matt. <laughs> way
0: too inconsistent to be dependable for me.
1: I almost dropped him for Canarius Tony earlier. I was real close. I would not have blamed you. I was like, man, it's just it's just, what type of disappointment did I want, you know?
0: Like, he had a good game last week, right?
1: Yeah, they're just not passing enough It's the problem. It's,
0: yeah, it's like the first time the entire season. Yeah, yeah. So. So, I mean, I think Fields is good. I think he's, he scrambles a lot.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. He's going to have stream value because he scrambles. Like So, I was yeah. looking on Super Draft at Fields initially. And he's 1.8. Mm. That's, like, a lot. Even if he's not, like, passing much, as much as he runs, like, that's a ton of fantasy potential. So, uh, yeah. and then Pollard's 1.4 there. 1.4x, uh, which is pretty nice. On, on DK, Pollard is uh, 6.1, though. So, not a super big discount, but... I'll probably still play him there. But, yeah, running those two on Super Draft. Ooh, that looks nice. Because Super Draft, like, the running back spot on Super Draft was looking tough this week. So get, getting a little, little gimme there is nice. Like, he's pro- honestly, I think I'm locking him in at 1.4x. Yeah. Because there's, like, no one else good. <laughs> Except for, like, maybe Raheem. Like, Raheem Mostert was, like, fucking 1.45. That was pretty good. I think Pierce was, too. So... Couple good options, Pierce. Yeah, Pierce also one point four. So those three guys are like my. Gonna, that's gonna be like my running back core probably. Early look sneak peek at my strategy super draft. So anyway, um, <laughs> next game we've got the uh, Jets hosting New England, and so with New England, I do you think that Mac was just not healthy, and then they rushed him in, and they realized it like quickly or do you think there was more bullshit to it
0: i don't know i think there was some
1: bullshit to it
0: i i think that uh zappy had been playing well and mac was probably not a hundred percent and bill was toying with the idea of just keeping zappy in again but went with mac and then when he threw a pick was just like all right fuck it we're putting zappy in
1: yeah like my my inclination on leaning towards it being like a lot of injury bases that like what's When when nothing worked, when Zappy, like, was in the second half, like, they just kind of sputtered. Like, Mac didn't go back in, so I'm like... That's what's, like, right. He did not come back in. Yeah. So it might have just been, like, they realized, oh, he doesn't look right, let's just get him out of there now. Like, optics won't be great, but they'll get through it. That's what I'm thinking is the case.
0: I think it's possible. Like, I think it's a strong possibility, but I also think that, uh... Bill Belichick is kind of an asshole
1: (laughs) yeah like maybe Mac had been being a little bitch and he's like you know I'm gonna put this guy in his place
0: yeah I mean he benched the starting corner for the Super Bowl it like I don't know if it means much for Mac Jones's career but he did get benched
1: yeah (laughs) yeah Bill Bill doesn't give a fuck so nope but that being said it sounds like Mac Jones is gonna be back for this game I guess (laughs) Uh <laughs> I don't have the cojones to play it right now, but uh I think this game's kind of a gross one anyway. The total's forty and a half. That sounds about right. I think I might join doing the under. Yeah, we both have the Jets good. though, so we have technically an upset, which listen, I get the Jets just lost some guys, but I still don't think New England should be favored New England should be favored by two and a half on the road.
0: Yeah, the fact that it's on the road, I don't think New England should probably be favored in this one. Um, I will say the loss of Elijah Vera Tucker is really bad. That sucks. I mean, here's the thing, though. The Jets offensive line has already been bad. So, like, it's not like they were good and now they're going to be terrible. They've been really struggling Mm -hmm. in pass protection all year. Which is partially why, like, I've gone back, because I've been trying to, you know, figure out if Zach Wilson is actually good or not. And it's it's pretty tough to tell, because <laughs> he is scrambling for his life constantly. And I will say, he has really good escapability. He's evaded a lot of sacks. Um, and, you know, been smart with the football. Which is, instead of taking the sack, getting an incomplete um or just scrambling back to the line. He's been able to do that, not turning the ball over. That's pretty much how they're winning. Which mm-hmm. is the run game, sound defense, not turning the ball over. I do think Bill is going to try to create turnovers. It's going to be on the Jets not to uh, beat themselves.
1: Yeah, and so far they've been good at not beating themselves. Yeah. So which
0: this year is kind of might be all it takes to have, you know, a good record.
1: Yeah. Beating,
0: <laughs> not beating yourself. Stop, stop beating yourself off guys. Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I think we both are caught kind of on the track of like probably low gross game. One of those, you know, just one of those pot roast games, slow mm-hmm. and gross slow and low, all that stuff, low. you know? Um, So with that, I do think Damien Harris is a lot more involved this week. He was not really part of the game plan last week because they had to pass and Ramondre caught like eight fucking passes. They don't really throw to Damien. So this week, If they don't have to throw as much, I think we'll see more of a 60 40 than like an 80 20. So I think Damian Harris is kind of back in stream territory right now. Although it is tough to run on the Jets. So not that it's a great, but I just want to throw, I kind of wanted to just throw that out there.
0: Yeah, they've been really good about their uh, defensive line rotations ever since like the first couple weeks where they said they had communication issues. They've gotten it together. Mm -hmm. Um, I would assume the same that Damian Harris gets a lot more volume. Uh, yeah, this game might be really bad for just, like, if you want to watch an offensive game with points and scoring, this is not the game for you.
1: <laughs> this is going to be a very run-heavy game, probably. Yeah. Um, speaking of run-heavy, how how you feeling about getting James Robinson?
0: Uh, that's, honestly, I love it.
1: It's yeah, really obviously, nice. you know, the sadness of Brees Hall, but I more so mean, like, you know, your team quickly yeah. went and got someone to fill in.
0: That's what I like about it is just Joe Douglas didn't skip a beat. He just was like, all right, we lost a running back. We need one now because, mm. of, you know, we're not punting on the season and going to show these guys in the locker room where we mean business, you know?
1: Yeah, I uh, so I was thinking about how the how they're going to split. And I know there's something about like the hot hand that came up. But my thought is I do think that Michael Carter is going to be the more fantasy viable one on the back of pass catching. Not that Daniel Garb said can't, but Michael Carter is like the better pass catching back for sure. And like Brees Hall was also really good at that, but now yeah. that Brees Hall is gone, like I think Michael Carter is going to be the you know better fantasy option. Now, when it comes to like the game script, might change you know for this week. I think it'll be mostly Michael Carter because JR just fucking got there. It's going to be hard to become the hot hand that quickly, but right? I if you're you know, if I if on a weekly basis I have to choose someone, it will probably usually be Michael Carter.
0: I mean, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. He's he's a very good running back too. Yeah, it's just they lost the one A to the you know for the one B. Yeah, and I kind of think he'll become the one A. yeah, the one A.
1: Yeah, like it's it's not like they're saying Michael Carter sucks. They're saying we run a lot and want another good running back.
0: Oh yeah, I mean they've been splitting all year in various mm-hmm. ways. They both kind of do both things. Like they'll rush Michael Carter, and they'll rush Brees. They'll both catch. Um. Uh, they need a committee with how much they do run it. Yeah, that's
1: the thing. They they need a second good running back no matter what. Right. It's <laughs> I can't based, just one of them.
0: Like we were talking about that Falcons roster in that one game a few years ago that they lost. Uh, and just all of the people that were there with Shanahan, both LaFleurs, Mike McDaniels. Like the Jets are that's trying crazy. to <laughs> do that offensive scheme. That's where it all comes from. Yeah. Is that Shanahan zone style, you know, run attack. And uh, it requires multiple running backs because it's a lot of running. (laughs) And that's kind of why I would assume Robinson isn't huge this week. He could be like he can always break a tackle and then he's gone. Mm -hmm. Um, But these schemes are known to be pretty difficult to adjust to. Um, which is why usually they take a little bit of time for the players to get sound in it. So it wouldn't surprise me if Michael Carter just knows the scheme better and gets a lot yeah. more volume.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm with you there. Although, I'm oh, sorry, also, not although, Well, Mike Tyson there, the, uh, it sounds like Elijah Moore will be acted this week after there the disgruntledness last week. There we go. So, that's I don't good really news.
0: care. I'm just like, shut up and play. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, You're and, winning.
0: Stop complaining.
1: Yeah, especially since Corey Davis has mispracticed so far this week. So yeah. they have going to actually probably definitely need him.
0: <laughs> I will say that kind of like the Steelers and Claypool, I don't think Elijah Moore is in the spot right now that best utilizes his skill set. Um, so Green I Bay have needs seen, to trade for him. Yeah, I have seen talks of moving Garrett Wilson outside and putting Elijah Moore in the slot, which I actually think would work very well
1: yeah i think uh like i'm literally looking at a quote right now that's that michael Floor talked about that mm-hmm. so i'm with you on that that makes that makes sense that makes a lot of sense like mm-hmm. i that's what i was assuming was gonna
0: happen to start the year and then it wasn't like that they kept elijah Moore on the outside which is like you know, there's not a whole lot of five foot nine wide receivers <laughs> that do really well on deep shot outside. steve smith yeah
1: that's all I got. Like,
0: <laughs> he's got great separation and insane route running. Put him in the fucking slot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Garrett Wilson is amazing at man-to-man. He'll be fine on the outside.
1: <laughs> they're, they're, they'll figure it out. It'll take a little time. But, but I think hopefully it starts this week against the Pats and they beat the Pats. But... And Corey Davis not playing might, you know, kind of help jumpstart that. Mm-hmm. So next up, we've got Miami at Detroit. I've got Miami. You've got Miami. I was a little torn on the total. Right now, I've got the under 51.5. That's a lot. Yeah, Miami's three and Miami's 3.5-point favorites. I don't know on that yet. Um, it's tough for me because we've sort of seen... I know you mentioned, it, like, or you have in here Detroit's defense making, you know, little steps, but I'm more worried about their offense. And then in turn, like, if if Detroit's not doing a lot, Miami may not do as much. Hence, my kind of lean towards the under. And, like, it's going to be easier for them to run. And you know they're going to have a lot of fun like getting some good run schemes out there and shit. So. Yeah, Goff's been bad the past couple weeks. He started the year
0: off playing really well, and then the past few weeks he has not been good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to hurt their offensive production quite a bit, unfortunately. So I do think there's a chance that he has a return to normalcy, but it's not always the easiest to do that against the Dolphins. Uh, they're... They still have Xavier Howard. Holland is good, and Igbenogany is good too. So, like, their secondary is not bad. I I am also with you on taking the under. So I think uh, Swift being back is probably the biggest thing that helps Detroit.
1: Yeah, they've they've definitely missed him, and like Amon Ross and Brown has missed a lot of games or chunks of games lately. That's definitely been a part of it. So, I'm I'm not like. I'm not saying, oh, they suck again, like that's not what I'm saying, but they're they're kind of starting to like regress a little bit more back to Jared Goff,
0: yeah, Jared Goff's been so bad,
1: so, so like,
0: kinda need him to get his shit together, and then maybe they will hit the over here. I'm still taking miami though
1: yeah the it basically depends on like I, gu- I guess there's two factors one is does Miami come out like guns blazing, and we get the the to uh <laughs> waddle Tyreek you know just balling out or do we have them just like going on nine minute drives with Mostert and Edmonds
0: um I do think both of those are possible the second one seems more likely to me but I do also think that there's there's no reason to suggest that Tua doesn't just pepper reek and waddle as well
1: they could also be going on, you know, really quick drives with most early. He's fast, so... He is fast.
0: McDaniels plays yeah. pretty fast,
1: right? I, yeah, I might... This is a tough one. I might switch to the over on this.
0: Well, so here's my thing. I think the Dolphins are going to put up 30. It's just, do I also think Detroit gets their shit together? H- having Swift back does help with that. Um, I just... Goff's been really bad and if he's bad again then they probably don't. Mm-hmm. But he like like I said, it's probably time for him to have a better week,
1: right? <laughs> You'd hope hope I mean you'd hope Swift back and Amon Rollin for full game will help. I think Swift will help a lot. Like for I I have him as a PBR banger just 'cause yeah. like they need him so badly. Well wow, Detroit is still really beat up. Who all are they still missing anyway? Um
0: well, so their entire offensive roster is questionable. <laughs> Amon Ra, Josh Reynolds, Hawkinson are questionable. Their fullback is out. And then Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, and Frank Ragnow are all questionable, too.
1: They hurty They hurtie. They're gritty, but they're hurting.
0: Maybe I will uh, wait for injuries to determine over-under, but I yeah. do think, for now, I'll safely say Miami wins and they cover.
1: Yeah, it's just a matter of how. <laughs> <laughs> but next up, we've got Arizona at Minnesota. This is one where I was pretty torn, and we're right now actually split. I've got Minnesota, you've got Arizona, but we both have the over. So This one's tough to pick.
0: I just went with Arizona because um, they do kind of match up well offensively against Minnesota's defense. And yeah, I, my mozzie sense is telling me that I'm going to see Kirk Cousins with negative two points until the fourth quarter when he gets 20 points and he, he ends up with great counting stats, but everyone who watches the game knows like if he had played better, <laughs> they probably would have won.
1: <laughs> he had, he and Kyler both do that shit with like starting too late, but <laughs> Hop, Hopkins coming back definitely helped Kyler a lot there. I, yeah, I'm like, so we talked about the Arizona defense a lot and how they've definitely been better. Some, although the saints, Rarely got a lot of points on him last week. Um, Although, I guess it was sort of some prevent defense and two Jawan Johnson tutties, but anyway. um, Yeah, I agree with you. Like, Arizona's... I mean, okay. Hopkins is gonna probably go bonkers against this Minnesota secondary. Yeah, He's probably, like, start of the week. Kind of, you know, banger of the week. Um, The Cardinals have been pretty good at limiting wide receiver ones, but they've also not gone against Justin Jefferson. I... I... He's going to, you know, find ways to get his probably, but the path of less resistance will be to Adam Thielen and Irv Smith. So, and Arizona has been bad against tight ends. Like, they've led up a lot of production to good tight ends, but they've also led up production to, like, you know, not as great tight ends as well. See Jawan Johnson last week. Um,
0: (laughs) All tight ends.
1: Yeah, so, and and he's got a big hind end, too. Dude, Jawan Johnson's caked up. (laughs) I'd (laughs) <laughs> Every time I was watching the game, I was looking for because I had him as my Super Draft guy, my Super Draft captain. And I'm like, damn, he's got a big old butt. So I just looked for the big butt to try to find Jawan Johnson where he was going. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, man, it helps. Yeah, so, yeah, Herb Smith, he's definitely a stream option. I think he's pretty cheap. He, he Herb Smith is 2X on Super Draft. I think they forgot about him after the buy. So Ooh, he's also like a lock-in there. Like, there's, like, so I've got, like, four guys I'm locking into my rotation now, pretty much, with some running backs and the tight end there. Yeah, but mm, mm, definitely a good one there. But, yeah, dude, what do you what do you think about my, my Adam Thielen idea here?
0: Hooked on a Thielen, huh? Uh, I am. I can't get over it. I mean, I'm not really against any <laughs> Minnesota player in this game. Yeah, I this don't is, know. like,
1: this is a great game to stack. Yeah. I
0: I kind of like everybody in this mm-hmm. game. I like Hopkins and Kyler and Cousins and Jefferson and Thielen, Irv Smith. And then Arizona, it's a little tougher, just like after Kyler and Hopkins. I don't know. I, I wouldn't like shame you for playing anyone as a flyer. Mm-hmm. Like the Vikings secondary has not... <laughs> proven to me that they can stop just about anything. I don't know about Robbie, but like Rondale Moore, sure. Yeah. Sure.
1: My, one of my concerns, so they randomly decided to put fucking Rondale Moore outside a bunch, so you can give small guys playing outside, and it did not (laughs) work well. Um, Shocker. Yeah, AJ Green did not play at all, so I my thought is, once Robbie Anderson has this 10 days to get more acclimated, he probably plays most of the snaps and Rondale goes back into the slot, and Robbie's outside, so... I hope so. I like mean I'm it is possible Robbie. that they try to
0: make Robbie the Marquise Brown role.
1: Yeah. And okay. I don't think that's a okay, I don't think that's a huge drop off. This may be like a hot or bad take, but I don't think Marquise Brown or Robbie Anderson is actually that huge of a drop off.
0: I don't either. I think Marquise Brown is like marginally better.
1: Yeah, it's a drop off, but it's not like a massive drop off. No. So
0: Marquise Brown couldn't catch for, like, the first three years. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie just can't stop himself from saying the dumbest, most ignorant I shit. Still I still
1: want to know me. what he said on the sideline. I got to know. I know. I also wonder if they pulled him off the field because they knew they were trading him.
0: Maybe. Who's that bear?
1: This <laughs> is I refer. Y'all call him that? <laughs> That's, That's the funniest shit. Call him Sir <laughs> uh, Also, Robbie is 1.75 on uh, Super Draft, by the way. Was it? What is he? He is only 4K on DraftKings. Wow. He's 4K. Hopkins is 7.4. I mean, uh, there's my stack. I think. <laughs> Kyler's kind of expensive, but yeah, yeah, he deserves it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. There's there's my there's my stack. Cool. Um, yes, yeah, this is, is going to be a lovely game, I think. And uh, next up, we've got well, probably is another high-scoring game with uh, the Raiders at New Orleans. I've got the Raiders. So do you. We both have the over forty-nine and a half, and Vegas covering the one point. This uh, obviously, I'm banking on Devontae Adams not being sick, too sick to play, and playing. If he sits, obviously that would change things. Um, but the Raiders' defense has been terrible. The <laughs> the Saints' offense, um, even if what is they, it? <laughs> <laughs> the Saints' offense has been they put up points they get yards they do they do enough like i mean they still put up 34 points so the most
0: jerry rigged offense ever they're making it work and it's not even bad it's just like what are you looking at yeah i don't know
1: i will say so the negative game script was was the only thing that got taysom hill like out of it out of the game for a bit which was kind of funny um
0: but they are starting dalton again
1: yeah and
0: winston is healthy
1: I saw like conflicting reports coming like immediately after each other. One said Winston was fine and one said he was like ninety percent. I'm like, Well which one is it? Is ninety percent fine, not, I guess?
0: He is not listed with an injury designation.
1: Mm, so
0: the Saints consider Winston healthy.
1: I guess ninety percent's healthy at the NFL. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> um still no Jarvis and Michael Thomas uh, as of today. Yep. That came through like fifteen minutes ago
0: yep they might get Lattimore back
1: though oh I was about to say so I saw something earlier that Lattimore's not gonna play oh really yeah I'll mm-hmm. try to find it again but it because is ribs I thought or something so yeah mine just says abdomen <laughs> hmm. yes I'm pretty sure I saw a lurk up through that he's out I'll try to double check that but I'm almost positive I saw that he was out
0: well, this was definitely one of the games that we kind of circled before the year started as it's a, a really tough, call. tough one to yeah, pick. I remember that. I don't know if it's gotten much easier.
1: Not really. <laughs> um,
0: but the injuries are going to play a big role. It'll be impossible for me to take the Saints if they are missing uh, everyone again, mm-hmm. which everyone includes Lattimore, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, their guard Paulson Adebo. Like they're pretty. They're pretty beat up this guy's name is smoke monday sorry it made me pause what that's the safety for the saints
1: damn you 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 play sunday you smoke monday <laughs> you
0: play sunday and smoke monday oh what an awesome name that's great that might be the coolest nfl name i've ever seen smoke monday uh anyway sorry that was very off uh Unrelated, but just <laughs> you see a name like that, and you're not supposed to comment on it.
1: Oh man! But um. Uh, so anyway, Marshawn Lattimore no practice today, and then so we got a report from someone named John Hendricks that said he was told Lattimore won't be playing, dealing with a kidney and a rib injury. He's a Ooh. Saints reporter, so. Well, that's yeah.
0: Don't don't play with a hurt kidney, my dude.
1: Yeah. So if if Lattimore is out, and Devonte. in. Then Devonte is going to win. Uh, yeah, It's gonna be that simple. On the other side, I like Kamara a lot. Obviously, like Olave, especially if he's the only guy I like Olave again. But Kamara has still not scored a fucking touchdown, and then he gets the Raiders' defense this week. This is this is it's time. It's time. It's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, it's this is prime Kamara day. How has he not scored a? Like, is this? Uh, I mean, you know the answer, and- right? both receiving and rushing
1: we both know the answer to me i know it's (laughs)
0: yeah yeah,
1: yeah no rushing no receiving touchdowns he's got 191 receiving yards 351 rushing yards and no touchdowns
0: all because of tatum (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hillbo. yeah um i do say though josh jacobs is like a bona fide rb1 now there we go like at least to me he's getting the passing down work now like it took him a few weeks but he's gotten his last four games, uh, four, five, six, and five targets. Sweet. And then, obviously, his last three games, he's been going fucking bonkers, getting, like, 30 fantasy points each game. Going over 140 rushing yards each game. Scoring, like, his last three games, he's almost has 450 yards, and he's got six touchdowns. Like, yep. he's going bonkers.
0: Yeah, he had, like, 30 to 38 points in some leagues last week.
1: Yeah, he's he's been nuts. He's been so good, and the New Orleans front is not what we thought it would be, and the Raiders' line is run-blocking really well. They're, they're the classic line that, like, we talk about where it's better for not as great O-lines to run-block, and they're pass-blocking not very well, but they're run-blocking amazingly, so... I mean, that, and that makes sense, so...
0: Yeah, all, it applies to a lot of teams, it, it but it works. If you have an inexperienced O line, pass blocking's harder. Mm-hmm. Have him run block.
1: This this game will be fun though, I think I just really want frickin' um Waller to play.
0: Oh, I know. That would be nice. I do think Devontae's gonna play though.
1: I think he'll be alright. Yeah, I imagine he will. So Waller got limited practice in. Last two days, so Ooh. that's something. That's something. Take it. Yeah. I think I think I saw Redfro is gonna be good to go. Yeah. Redford'll be good been to
0: go. Really battered. This he's whole he's
1: review. he's had a tough year. Yeah. Whether it been play injury combo of both, like getting concussed and fumbling, you know. Yep. A lot of. It's like the ultimate oopsie. Yeah. It's an oopsie on your body. Yeah. So this will be this will be a fun game. There's gonna be some sort of fuckery in this game. I just don't know what. <laughs> this game has fuckery written all over it, but. Next up, we've got the Falcons hosting the Panthers, and the Falcons are actually a favorite for once, which is kind of weird. They're four-point favorites, and I I know we've got the spread god, but the total's only 41, and I might lean the under. But we're both taking Atlanta here.
0: Yeah. I just... uh, I mean, Carolina... I, (laughs) I don't imagine I'll be picking them most weeks, even if they... They could go on a five-game win streak. I'm probably not going to beat them in the sixth game. They're just, I I don't know. There's nothing really for me to, su- like, suggest that they have anything going offensively yet. Like, they have DJ Moore and, uh, anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, like, think of someone to add. I'm like, mm, no, not really.
0: Yeah, that's about it. Their O-line is not bad so they have some like decent run blocking and they get some rushing yards, but P.J. Walker is P.J. Walker and their defense doesn't really get pressure.
1: No, it does not. Neither of these teams really get pressure.
0: Yeah. So they'll both have all day to throw incomplete passes.
1: <laughs> I mean, the, Fal- the Falcons are going to run. You know what the Falcons are going to do. Yeah. yeah,
0: no, they're going to run.
1: Carolina has the second best pressure matchup this week. Um, Atlanta's is, you know, 12 best so essentially middle of the pack. Again, with most things unless it's amazing or extreme on one end it doesn't matter much. Um yeah, this is going to be I I expect a pretty uh quick game as far as like real time wise. Like I don't think there's going right. to be high pace. Like this might be the first game done. Like we'll be watching red zone. Everything'll be like starting the fourth this game will be over already. Um I do want to like, add Like
0: wait, we didn't see a single play from it. <laughs>
1: exactly. So, so that's, what they, that's how these teams want to play. So so Chuba Hubbard uh did not practice today, so there's a chance it is just um Dr. Foreman as the main guy. So he would that would be a pretty solid option. Yeah. Um for the Falcons, I think I saw that Caleb Huntley has been hurt. So if he's out, that would make Tyler Algier a pretty fun play too. So definitely. Yeah. Um aside from that. I think DJ Moore gets a lot of targets again. I mean, even if they don't pass a ton, he's been get, he got like half the snaps in the slot last week, and we know how that is against Atlanta. Saw that quickly hit last week. So I think I think you can you can use him. I don't He's not my favorite, obviously, but if you're pressing me for someone else to play him, <laughs> um, Atlanta pass catchers, any interest?
0: Um, man, it's kind of tough to predict. They do tend to just run the ball more, is what we've been seeing. I would imagine that, like they keep running, they keep doing the same. Yeah, thing. I don't think Pitts is gonna have to block a whole lot.
1: Yeah, that's true. We might, we might see that was the, that was the A. Rob thing, right? There is not, there was no pressure, so he could he could go run routes. Maybe that's the Pitts thing. He doesn't have to block as much, but he'll be run right. blocking. So,
0: yeah, he will be run blocking. But when they're not, maybe he's getting a.
1: Yeah, and this is, this is a game where I just kind of want to, you know, the running backs are fine options if you need, otherwise. Yeah.
0: Is this a Demir Bird revenge game?
1: I think technically, yes. <laughs> I think he has also been on Chicago, right? I believe you are right. Bird. Demir Bird. I love that Bird's on the Falcons. D Bird is on the Dirty Birds. Um, So he's with yeah, Carolina start, then Arizona, New England, Chicago, Atlanta. I forgot about the middle two. New England was actually his best year, funny enough, and I forgot about that one. Classic. It's twenty twelve, twenty twenty. 2020, though, so you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everything we, was we weird. We try day. to forget that year. <laughs> we try to forget everything about that year. Sorry, Tamir Bird. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, moving on to the 4 p.m. window. Tennessee at Houston. This is one where I got to know about Tanny. He has been getting in, I think he got a limited practice in today, but, or, oh wait, no, that's a lie. That's why I saw a limited. He did not practice today, so.
0: Ooh, really? Didn't he have a limited practice uh, yesterday, though?
1: Maybe. I know I saw a limited somewhere. I don't know. guess not. I thought he did yesterday, so that's not good. So he hasn't practiced now. The limited must have been a misreport or like a, I don't know. Here. Yeah, this
0: one's saying he was a limited pr- uh, participant in Thursday's
1: practice. Hmm. Maybe maybe this was like an early one, and they didn't see him, and he came out. I don't know. So maybe yeah. Combo a very limited, we'll say for now. Right. But if he is out or it's super limited, I'm like, this is tough for me to call, because obviously Henry should do his thing. That's that's the reason I'm like really torn. Like even if they have Malik Willis. And or, or Tanny's hurt, like Derrick Henry in the line might just kind of do their thing. Yeah, I don't think that's completely unreasonable to suggest. Mm-hmm. I
0: think, like, you could put Mike Brabel in at quarterback, and Derrick Henry <laughs> will still have a good game against the Texans.
1: Yeah, right now, like, I've something just seems off with it. Like, I'm worried they start with Tanny and they realize he's not good to go, and then Malik comes in. Which is always, for me, the worst situation for your team. Like, you kind of want to get your guy acclimated more. That's what I
0: think is going to happen. I think Tannehill's going to start and not finish the game. That's, like, where I'm at.
1: Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, yeah, I, like, I don't I don't know, like... I guess I assume Malik's probably taking the reps right now, but...
0: I hope so, because I see all this stuff about, you know, if Tannehill's limited are they using Willis in practice or is he still getting like the first team reps, but not really going a
1: hundred percent. And one thing with Tannehill is like, it's his ankle. They, and Tannehill like runs like that's part of his validity is his mobility. Like, yeah, he, ha- he hasn't run a ton this year. He has, he has like 29 whole yards, but he has a touchdown that he can, you know, roll out. He is a threat to run if they want him to run. But if he's, he, if he was, you know, in a fucking walking boot after the game and his ankles hurting and you know that's not going to be really a factor and Houston's going to be aware of that so
0: no his rollout is very important to his game Mm -hmm. um so if Malik Willis comes in are you do you think Houston wins I think so I'm not entirely sure I'm I'm kind of wondering if they should just start Malik Willis and he might just win anyway
1: I th- I think it will be if they start with Malik Willis, I'll lean Tennessee. But if they start Tanny, I know this sounds fucking backwards. Like if they start <laughs> their starter, but I'm just really worried that he's not good to go. Yeah. I'll, I'll, this this might be a Friday practice report and like weekend news type of game.
0: Right. Yeah, but, I haven't put any picks in yet for this because the Tannehill situation is kind of important.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right now, because right now, Tennessee's favored. So, like, it sounds like Vegas is expecting Tannehill. But it's
0: like, if Tannehill's, like, healthy and good to go, that really affects a lot of things here. I, uh, yeah. But still like Derrick Henry.
1: <laughs> yeah, know. De- that's, like, the thing is it's Derrick Henry and the Houston run defense. Like, it might actually, like you said, not matter at all, is the thing. Right. Um, I do like Cook's on the other side, the way to attack Tennessee's kind of been, you know, through the air with your good receivers, so I think Cooks can have a good week here. Obviously, Pierce is always in play. So. Oh, love Pierce! Yeah, we love yeah. Damien Pierce. So this might yeah, be kind Tennessee's of a good. Tennessee's
0: run game. D sucks too.
1: Yeah, their no, their defense is not that great. They're just fucking finding ways to win games because they're Tennessee, and that's what they fucking do apparently.
0: Well, they get good pressure. They have like well coached players.
1: Yeah, so. they have like really unique blitzes. Yes, that I mean that's the fucking Rabel thing, but they'll yep. you know. Them and like the Cowboys, um, you know, Quinn, um, have like always have really unique blitzes where they're only bringing like four or five, but it's still technically a blitz because different positions are coming in and backing up, and it's really weird. So, yeah, and the other guy that's doing that a lot
0: is uh Wink Martindale
1: Mm -hmm. for the Giants, which um, we can go ahead and move to them. They're going to Seattle this week, and (laughs) this is a game we're torn on too. Right now, we're split here. I've got the Giants, you've got Seattle. And both of these teams will, like, win if you beat yourself. Right? Yeah, it's kind of weird. But I th- it's it's tough here. Because is, like you said, Wink's defense and blitz is going to make Geno mess up? Or is Danny Dimes going to mess up? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. How how are you feeling about this game? Uh, this
0: is a really, really tough game to call. Both teams are way better than anyone imagined they would be at this point in the year. Gino's been playing very well. Uh, The Giants are exceptionally well coached, and I would be leaning them right now. I'm not sure about DK. Um, If DK plays, I might just swing it. If not, I might just switch to the Giants.
1: Yeah, I I just got an alert that DK did not practice today for info there. Okay. Still so got looking one less more optimistic. Day. Yeah, yeah. I still don't think he plays, but
0: one of my weird concerns is not really anything scheme dependent. It's just Seattle is a really noisy stadium, and the Giants rely on a lot of in-game communication. Um, they're really creative. Don't, fucking what they're doing defensively is is awesome. It does take a lot of coordination, uh, and I. I do worry a little bit about their ability to communicate effectively in Seattle. That's mm-hmm. kind of that home field advantage and why Seattle minus three does make sense to me.
1: The 12th man.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I will say it's going to be really tough for me to pick against Dable in this one because of just how good they've done with coaching their roster.
1: The Giants. Yeah. They've been, they. yeah, both these teams have been a surprise. Yeah.
0: I feel like Pete Carroll is very different in his style of coaching. He's basically simplified it for his offense to, you know, Mm -hmm. not go too crazy with anything. It's all pretty much like do your thing. Uh, Whereas I think the Giants are a lot more like really, really scheme
1: heavy. You know, so we talked a lot about the cover two thing. I think that's benefiting Pete because he likes to run a lot and they've got like world-class zone beater and Tyler Lockett. Yeah. And having you know, I mean, DK Metcalf helps too, but like, I just thought about that as we were talking. I'm like, wait a second. Things are coming back around for Pete Carroll's stuff to work better.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's hilarious.
1: Isn't and Kenneth funny? Walker is so
0: good. And Kenneth Walker is so good. Dude. Yeah. He's, he's been dude.
1: so fun to watch.
0: I think it's funny that we all just kind of agreed he would be very good, and yet he just wasn't really talked about a whole lot.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's coming in hurt, Rashad Penny there, like, and, of course, sadly, Rashad Penny inevitably gets hurt, like. Yeah. But I'm I'm happy for Kenneth Walker that he's doing well. That long run last week, the the picture he has of, like, the, the fans flipping him off and he's just, like, waving. <laughs> that was right. great. He made that his, like, made picture. I was like, fuck, yeah, that's great.
0: He just uh, he seems like a good dude. I hope he is. Me too.
1: That'd be sad if he was a shithead. Um, but anyway, so in this game, obviously you're playing Cam Walker. You're playing Quads. Who, Quads should have an amazing game. But I like Juan Dale a lot here. He's been getting quickly ramped up into the offense, and they've got like no other receivers. So, man, he's he's like the guy. The Kenny's not been playing. I don't think he's gonna play for a while. It might be a thing with. Canarius, I where they, don't know if he's going to play again for the Giants. Yeah, they might just be hoping they trade him a la Kadarius, I assume. um yep Yeah, Wandale's by far their best wide receiver they've got active now. So, yeah, I mean. I mean, they still have Slayton. Yeah, I was going to, to say, Slayton's good too. Like, I think Wandale's definitely more talented, but Slayton's, you know, been in the league longer. He's a veteran. So, it's those two. And it's sad because I, would, I would want to pick a tight end against Seattle, but like it's fucking like Chris Bjaric or whatever and Tanner Hudson and some bullshit. So.
0: What's funny is if Kenny Galladay was healthy, this would probably be a good spot for him.
1: <laughs> the hot take siren. That's that's, that's kind of hilarious timing. Right. <laughs> yeah, Chris Bjaric and Tanner Hudson are the backup tight ends, the former of which, which got the targets, but like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go there. I'm not going nope. there. <laughs>
0: that was a big hot take siren just yeah. even bringing up Kenny. Kenny, I'm yeah,
1: bringing up anything positive about Kenny Galladay. It's like, wee, wee. Wee, wee.
0: Oh, God. But. This game is, like, weirdly interesting, potentially gross. So, really quickly, the, Seattle's defense. Um, I do think it's worth noting that. In their last two games, which they always tend to take their time getting their defense together to start the year it usually starts to ramp up around now their last two games. They've held Kyler to nine points and uh, the Chargers to 23, and they kind of donged on them. Mm-hmm. I do feel like Seattle's defense is starting to come together. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't they, tell you
1: why. So their front seven, when I have coming into the year, I'd, like, we talked about it. I was like, they're like... Actually, kind of decent, and it might just be like it's taking them time to match, and they're finally starting to mesh. That's my thought. Yeah. It's my I best guess. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. That could, you know,
0: cause some problems for dimes.
1: Yeah, and isn't there, don't they have like a really good rookie quarterback or something? Cornerback? So.
0: That's uh, Tariq Woolen. Yeah. He's been like the second best rookie corner this year. I'm going to put Sauce one, but he is mm-hmm. definitely. Too, and some would argue tied it for first, and I wouldn't really disagree with that. It's yeah, been but, very good.
1: Yeah, so a like a top player being a rookie, too, like that's gonna take some time as well. So, but next up, we've got Washington at Indy, and we're both taking Washington, and somehow Indy's still favored despite the news of Sam Ellinger being the starter, which I don't, I mean, okay, I know Washington's not great, but come on, come on.
0: So, I don't understand this move for a couple reasons. I mean, okay, if you want to, like, send your team a message that you're done grabbing old quarterbacks and you're ready to start, like, you know, trying to, you know, build up a, a young guy as a starter, that's fine. But you already fucking paid Matt Ryan. Yeah. He's already on your team. There is literally no fucking way that this guy has... Like a better football acumen than than Ryan does. Ryan isn't hasn't been the best this year, but he's started to play a lot better the past couple weeks. And uh, your team's three three and one, despite looking like shit at times. I don't know. Like this this to me seems more like punting on the season than trying to save
1: it. It's weird. So when it first came out, I was like, like, say there was a blurb like Matt Ryan's shoulder Sam Ellinger starting. Like, okay, like I assumed they were connected. Then it was like, oh no, it's the whole year. I'm like, what the fuck? Like Matt Ryan's hurt and wouldn't be playing this week anyway. Um, at least presumably he hasn't been practicing. Right. So, but I was like, this is ki- I agree. This is kind of weird. Like we've not really seen this guy. I've got no clue what we're expecting here. So.
0: Like, yeah, he's dealing with a grade two shoulder sprain, so he's not playing. But then why he also removed him from the starting role and are basically saying that Sam Ellinger's the guy now for the rest of the year is what what they're saying. And I don't really get it, to be honest.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe there's more in the locker room that was going on that we don't know about, too. Like, as far as, like, maybe the team was like, this guy fucking sucks. Because, like, one of the big issues was... um. It's not like my assumption. It's so like I was listening to something. I think it was. I turn what podcast it was. It was the JJ Zachary one. He does this like trends thing, and he's talking about uh, Michael Pittman only has one catch past fifteen yards this week or this year, like air yards. Not oh like, yeah, like that's a big issue. Like I know I talked about it at the end of his Falcons tenure, his deep ball being quickly you know quickly deteriorating. But it sounds like it hasn't really been. That great this year either slash they haven't asked him to probably a combo of you know that working into each other so hit the Colts have sucked this year by all expectations and right. some of that has probably been plenty of factors but I I apparently was not too hard on Matt Ryan last year
0: yeah apparently not
1: yeah because I was I was okay the Falcons are bad but I was pretty hard on him but apparently it was. Close to accurate.
0: Well, like the thing that I don't get is that I would say Matt Ryan's biggest problem is that he's aging and he doesn't have the arm strength
1: he used Mm -hmm. to. Yeah, because he never had a rocket arm either. So,
0: right. So it started to fade. He's not throwing the ball deep. They're kind of drew breezing it right now where they're doing it short. But Sam Ellinger doesn't have a strong arm either. That's what I don't... Unless he... That's why I'm like, unless he beefed up a fuck ton in the offseason, his arm strength is... was pretty questionable as well.
1: I know, like, close to nothing about Sam Ellinger here. I I'll be honest. Like, I know he has... I know he's a dual-threat guy, but that's all I know.
0: Like, his arm is not any stronger than... I would say when Burrows was coming out, it was weaker than that, and everyone mm. was like, "Oh, Burrow has a weak arm," which was bullshit. Are we
1: talking like like Jake Fromm level here?
0: <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. He was there's a, okay. a reason he was a sixth rounder.
1: Yeah, I, so I didn't I didn't really watch him, so like I don't know if it was like he's just weak or he has bad mechanics or what. But
0: yeah, there's something weird going on. I don't really.
1: Yeah, like maybe, it. maybe they're trying to just blow it up. They're like. Because this should have been their window, so either Sam Ellinger is good and we're all about to fucking be put on notice, or they're blowing it up.
0: Right, which it's possible, and if Sam, if he's done that, that's awesome. I hope he does well, but Mm -hmm. I obviously don't have much evidence to help, you know, support that yet.
1: Yeah, but, so with all that, we're (laughs) expecting Washington to win. Heineke's been hyper-targeting Terry, which fucking finally good, good. yeah was what we good. said we're like this is good for Terry right this is- yeah yeah so target please hyper target him <laughs> yeah and Indy's secondary is not good so yeah and yeah. I also like Brian Robinson a lot this week actually since we're expecting a positive game script and first game with your with your Ellinger in there like yeah <laughs> That's, I mean he's gonna have probably some short fields to work with so Still don't know if Quiddy Pay or Shaq
0: Leonard are going to be in. At this rate, I would say probably not. They've just not played the entire year. I guess Leonard finally got into full practice.
1: Yeah, Quiddy Pay so, did not practice.
0: So maybe we'll get one or two of them. But at the very least, Heineke can escape pressure better than uh, than Wentz could. Mm-hmm. Though I do m- wish we kind of got the Carson Wentz revenge game.
1: Yeah, that's a bummer. The, the brief revenge game. <laughs> the, su- the super quick revenge. <laughs> uh,
0: that's a gross game. I will not be watching that one.
1: Me neither. Um, but next up, we've got San Fran at the Rams. We both have the Rams this time, but I think this will be kind of a, an interesting one, even though the totals low. How are you feeling on this one?
0: <sighs> I was inclined to just take San Fran again, but this like the general health of both of their teams is pretty. Uh, widespread. I think the Rams, <laughs> they just had their their bye week, and they're a lot healthier. Whereas the Niners are pretty beat up. They're healthier than they were, which helps them. But I'm—I still think they're pretty beat up, and they don't have their fullback juice,
1: Mr. Mm-hmm. check
0: which for and me is pretty important. has been hurt.
1: Like he's questionable right now. I haven't seen his oh, Thursday report, but if he doesn't play, like that's like, huge.
0: Like yeah, they have McCaffrey, and that could be you know all they really need. But I don't know. I'm, I am I kind of like McVeigh off a bye here.
1: Yeah, I'm expecting them to put it pick. together. Maybe we'll finally see some more A-Rob, too. <laughs> Got to get him involved off the bye, please. No, I don't please. have much expectation there with the pressure. But
0: Well, that's what I'm hoping for. What I'm hoping is that the Rams had their bye week, and they sat down and said, <laughs> okay, our line... Cannot block for more than three seconds, okay? So, like, that's where we're starting at. And that sucks, but if we acknowledge that, we can try to work around it. And teams might figure it out, but for this week at least, maybe we have a shot of trying to target A-Rob on a route shorter than 20 yards (laughs) so he can actually, you know, be open before Stafford gets fucking sacked. So that's kind of where I'm leaning. I'm kind of giving the bi week benefit of the doubt here to McVeigh.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm on it too. So, I th- I think this will be. I mean, these these are usually good games, even if they're not high scoring. Yeah. So, I don't. Yeah. Aside from the cup and CMC, I, I do think, like I said, I the CMC gets a lot more involved now. He's had plenty of time. Um, I don't know what snapshot will be, but he's definitely going to get more than eight points or whatever. But, yeah and then just dfs wise players coming off a of bye I think always get used a little less but don't forget about cup <laughs> so just remember 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 cup remember the cup mm-hmm. plus
0: also the niners secondary
1: yeah it's Even it's not, not as beat up cup. but it's still not great
0: well they they don't have mosley I think they got jimmy ward back at
1: free Yeah, safety. but corners still an oofie big oofies yeah so sunday night <laughs> game green bay at buffalo We'll oh, this would have out. been
0: would have been a really good game like a year
1: ago. <laughs> yeah, if only Green Bay was a little more star Did I don't know.
0: Yeah, but, if only they had a wide receiver like God, can you think of anyone? Maybe yeah. like Devontae.
1: Yeah, so, someone like him, you know, one of the Raiders receivers, yeah. Yeah. Just any of those Raiders <laughs> receivers, really.
0: Is Brian Edwards
1: available? <laughs> 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 oh,
0: that's eleven. 11- Point spread for Buffalo, and I'm not even taking the Packers to cover it. Yeah, the, it feels weird and bad, but at the same time, I'm not like like I'm pretty confident in it.
1: <laughs> yeah the uh, the the Packers are not built to like take advantage of Buffalo's weaknesses. As in, the Packers like we talked about this a little before. The Packers should run like most games, but this game the matchup's tough, so they may not run, and right. then they have to pass on. Buffalo but they've got no one to pass to because Lazard's hurt and so it's just gonna be like Dobbs which he's a stream probably target wise but it's gonna be tough for them to do literally anything
0: I mean I I think it's reasonable to assume that there's somebody in the Packers game that does well as a receiver that you know like as an actual wide receiver but who the fuck it is I don't know because there's no Lazard it could be Dobbs I don't know if Sammy Watkins is going to play. He might play. It would be, I guess I might take him if he is. Uh, and then you have Christian Watson, who's been out with a hammy injury all year, and it didn't really look like him and Rogers were on the same page.
1: Would you call him Qu- Christian Watts wrong and Romeo doubtful?
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking
1: great. That was amazing. Mwah, chef's kiss.
0: Mm. Yeah, Christian, what's wrong? <laughs> and Romeo, doubtful. I just, uh, Like, I, I, it's like, I don't know. There's not much to say. I, <laughs> I like the Bills to win and for the Packers to lose.
1: <laughs> yeah, 11 points is a lot, but. It is, but Green Bay has been bad. And they Buffalo's lost to been Washington. covering. Yeah, Buffalo's been covering <laughs> that shit, too, so. Yep. They've been covering up the shit like a good like a good dog. Good boy. Uh, the total I don't know about. I guess if we're saying they cover eleven, probably over. But
0: <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. Maybe Buffalo puts up 42 points, and then it's on Rogers to get six.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, the thing. It's it's hard to cover eleven and go under this under 47 and a half. Like it's doable, but it requires like an extreme dogging on both ends. Right. Um. I just got an update from San Fran. So no practice for Debo today. No. Or uh, or Arik Armstead and Dre Greenlaw as well. Um, limited for Ebukam and Verrett. But if Debo misses, that's actually pretty big.
0: Who, um, really quickly, jumping back to that game, who's our running back situation like for the Rams? Um,
1: Henderson right now.
0: Henderson and then Malcolm Brown? Yeah,
1: Kyron, so Kyron Williams got designated to return. I don't know... When he'll be back? Uh, Van Jefferson, I think, is going to be back for this game, too, by the way. Um, but, yeah, I don't think Daryl like, missed. It was was sick yesterday, but he's back, I think. Okay. But it was, like, an injury. Um, and then Akers is still not, yeah.
0: Cut or traded or something.
1: Yeah, he's still gone for whatever it is. Um, yeah, I have, no, I have no clue when they're going to activate Kyron Williams, but he's someone who might get involved because they apparently like him a lot.
0: Something to keep an eye on.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, Buffalo side though, back to this game. I think this is going to be one of the couple single Singletary games we get every year. Ooh, maybe even, go. maybe even like if you're, this is, I mean, it's going to be a showdown game. It might even be some, some, uh, James Cook. Cause they, they had Zach Moss inactive last time. So like we might see that continue after the bye, the rookie might get more involved. Uh, but uh-huh. I, I think the run game is going to do well. my lean would be Singletary just cause he stole the starter. He's still looking be the first guy. Um, Buffalo has been super heavy on past touchdowns. which They're going to be, but the Packers are the time for that to maybe lean run a little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, I wonder if we are at the ramp up game. Mm, We might be sort of like the James cook starting to get integrated. Now this week, he'll be nice. And then the following few weeks, it's like, I hope so. I hope so. I think it's possible. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for it. He's very fucking talented.
1: Yeah, ha- having Zach Moss in active week six was a nice like indication that they shouldn't have trusted more. But it also just gave Devin Singletary a lot of snap. So I still think it will be most of Singletary. I don't know what I'd guess split wise, make like 30 something like that maybe, but I think we'll see we're gonna like we're gonna see James Cook get more involved. Like it's gonna happen. Just a matter of like how much how soon, so
0: yeah, they've got a kind of favorable schedule for James Cook to start getting some more work. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, Green Bay, then the Jets, and uh, Vikings, Cleveland, Detroit, New England. Yeah, hmm. a lot of teams were throwing it to that scat back
1: position might be
0: really useful. Hmm.
1: Love to see it. Uh, but next up, we've got Cincinnati at Cleveland for the Monday night game. We got recent news that I think we could say is Actual news now, it was a little weird at first, but apparently Jamar Chase is going to be out for at least this game, possibly longer, maybe an IR stint um, with a hip issue. At first when it came out, I just said, oh, his hip might be sore from fucking the Falcons, but... Right, yeah. Apparently he went thrusting. real ham. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I really haven't heard a whole lot about this, just that there's something a little more severe going on.
1: Yeah, I mean... Four to six weeks, huh? Yeah, it's obviously a huge bummer, but... I will say I still think it's see here
0: oh yeah still take
1: yeah hmm
0: is this another uh boyd week do we get back to back boyd weeks
1: pop there's a good chance um <laughs> so I I wrote her slash boyd at first um I do think we might finally get a mixing game like, I think even mixing can get a hundred yards on this team but we've seen a lot of like alpha's beat up on cleveland so i think we might get the t higgins game and then Hurst in the middle because they, they've they've been getting not wrecked by tight ends or anything but they've lots of production to some subpar tight ends
0: it's been a theme for them it like i would say for a couple years now that cleveland is generally a little bit weaker to the tight end position than your average team would be mm-hmm. so i mean i'm all for it yeah that middle of the field's been a weakness for them
1: yeah for a while <laughs> but yeah, so yeah I'm, I'm on I am think I'm feeling hurt but like I'm not I don't have an issue with Boyd like Cleveland's defense has been pretty brutal and I think even without Chase they'll take advantage
0: yeah yeah I mean Chase that sucks for Joe but T. Higgins is also fucking good and Tyler Boyd is also really good and Hurst is good too so I'm not really worried about it I mm-hmm. think Higgins is probably a banger I'm I'm fine with all of them again.
1: Yeah, I I mean I guess Higgins is all good now.
0: Looks like it. He had an ankle thing, and if he's not on the injury report, I'm gonna assume his ankle's good to go.
1: Yeah, I don't see him anyway. so Yeah. Yeah, I mean he played well last week, so T. Higgins week.
0: T Higgins.
1: Showdown, T. Captain. Perfect. <laughs> Tom rolling it out. But that will uh like, I guess anyone from the Cleveland side before we before we end it. I mean
0: There's gotta be someone, right? I mean,
1: Chubb's always in play.
0: Chubb's always in play. Njoku's out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a big thing if Njoku is out, you can stream Harrison Bryant. Yeah, I was gonna say Harrison He's been pretty Bryant good. I mean and, uh, Amari Cooper's good. Mark I mean it's good. the main guys, it's the running backs, Amari Cooper and whoever's a tight end. Like, that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, any I don't really have much interest in like DPJ this week. Any of the
1: other backup guys? Yeah, um, David with Kareem, yeah with Kareem Hunt, I'm curious. So I saw, um, apparently Jeremy Fowler of ESPN reported that the Browns are making Kareem Hunt available for a fourth round draft pick. They're saying which maybe they'll see to a fifth, but he's available. So I'm curious if he if they try to play him more to showcase him or try to preserve him to, you know, be traded.
0: So they should just straight-up trade Cam Akers for Kareem
1: Hunt. They, they, I, I'm going to keep saying, like, a billion times that the Rams need to trade for Kareem Hunt until they fucking do it.
0: I also think Akers would be, do well in Cleveland, and maybe he needs to rehab and miss, miss another year. Yeah, Him and Chubb, I think, would be a nice duo. Mm-hmm. Go send Hunt over to the Rams,
1: man. And Chubb would be great for Akers to fucking, like, learn from, too. Mm-hmm. Like, getting more used to, like, zone schemes and shit, too. So. Stay behind me, little one. <laughs> yeah, really the batman and robin right <laughs> but anyway so yes now that will wrap up our week eight fuck week eight already shit our week eight preview man oh my gosh flying by we do get an we're extra week though at least there. yeah they gave us an extra week now so we're good um oh sweet <laughs> yeah but <laughs> but thank you for tuning in you can find us online at mozzie where we're putting up all kinds of articles Lots of lots of written words so that if you don't you know have the time to listen every week, you can just read while you're taking shit. Um, that's that's what I recommend. You know, listen while you drive, read while you shit. Uh, don't do it the other way around. Well, actually, you could listen while you shit, but don't read while you drive. And um or shit while you drive. <laughs> you could read while you listen, but that might be tough. I I wouldn't be able to do that. I can't do that kind of thing.
0: Oh, I cannot do that.
1: Yeah, I uh I can. I can't really even have lyrics while I'm, like, trying to focus on stuff. Like, I can do, like, classical music, but if it's, like, lyrics going on, like, I am trying to, like, write some shit or read some shit or just do use my brain much, nah, it doesn't work. Nah.
0: My brain does one thing and one thing at a time only.
1: And sometimes no things. And sometimes no things. And <laughs> sometimes half a thing. But thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week.